Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> Hi! Welcome into the Forced Upon Podcast. I know it's been a little bit. Uh, that's my fault more than it is Dusty Likens' fault, I think. Is it? Yeah, because, I mean, we were going to we were gonna do one last week, but I had some stuff come up, and you know, you're busy yeah. right now. We're all kind of uh, try, trying, to, trying to navigate the world, but we're getting close to normal, I guess, because everybody's just lying about COVID-19 numbers now. Um, yes, just so it's a, it, I don't know what to do. So, like a couple of weeks ago, we cared about the people dying. Now we don't care about the people dying because we're just lying about the numbers. Now, as long as we That's can right. go to as long as we can go to bars and restaurants, it's fine. And bowling alleys. Yeah, yeah. As as long as, <laughs> as long as we can go wherever we want without anybody telling us that we should wear a mask uh, or do anything. Apparently, we don't give a damn if people die. Uh, oh man, I, I need to rewind this tape, but I just have to think. I'm pretty sure you said that it was your fault. It's been a while, so I, I, I yeah, go back and say you finally come to yourself. Yeah, it took a pen. It took a pandemic for you to blame yourself. But you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> well, we were gonna do one last week, and so I'm sorry for everybody who's been waiting. Um, as we do get closer to the football season, obviously we're gonna start doing these more often. Uh, we're gonna try to do them more often now, but. You know, it, it's a little bit harder and more difficult when it's we we have a limited number of people that we can have in our building every day, so we have to do these things remotely, and we both have different schedules, and so we're kind of navigating all of that stuff as we figure all this stuff out. But I don't That's know. Right. We're uh, it sounds like our building's gonna start opening up here in the pretty near future. So. Uh, that's such a vague and, safe way to say something. Well, and, and <laughs> I'm well, pretty sure our building's gonna open up. In the near future, I mean, but that—that's what I—that's what I've been told. I don't have any <laughs> definitive answers. I do apologize. Um, I'm very happy that the Force to Pump podcast is back right now. Um, we're gonna try to start doing more of these as often as we can as we get closer and closer to the football season. Uh, it sounds like sports are probably coming back pretty soon. The NCAA approved men's, women's basketball and football to. Start voluntary activities on June first. Sounds like we're getting closer and closer. NFL owners aren't trying to miss any football, so it sounds like we can go ahead as plan. Like we can just navigate these things and plan on our fantasy football schedule, uh, being the same as we're used to it being, and our our drafts kind of strategy wise being the same that they are used to being. Uh, but before we do get into uh, we're going to talk about some of the best games on the schedule this year. We're going to talk about some quarterbacks. But there is an idea floating around out there that if the NFL is forced to miss any games, they have they already have a plan in place that would eliminate weeks three and four and basically compress the schedule, which would mean that the Chiefs and Ravens week three would not happen which is going to be one of the best fantasy games of the season. And I will be absolutely devastated if that game doesn't happen. Like from a fan perspective, if you're a Chiefs fan and you just want the Chiefs to, you know, win every game and 
go undefeated and win back-to-back Super Bowls, this is a plus. It helps the Chiefs out more than anybody because they play the, the Ravens and the Patriots. So based on last season's strength of schedule and all of that stuff, it helps the Chiefs significantly. Obviously, the Patriots aren't going to be the same Patriots that we're used to, but the Ravens are their biggest challenger in the AFC, and I don't I don't think it's that close. I think it's the Chiefs, and I think it's the Ravens. I think those are the two best teams in the AFC, bar none. Are those the two best teams in the NFL? In my opinion, yes. Yeah, for sure. They're by far the two best teams in the AFC. They're definitely the they're I I think they're definitely two of the top five teams in in the total NFL. Yeah, I would be absolutely devastated fantasy wise and just fan wise if that game does not happen. Unless you drafted like Mahomes, because then you know you wouldn't have to worry about him playing that nasty defense. Which oh, the I mean, Ravens Mahomes, the Ravens are gonna have wants, yeah. but like. The Ravens are gonna have the best defense in the NFL. Like I, it's I, be scary. I believe that it's gonna be one of the three best units in the NFL. It's gonna be stupid. So how, so how early can you take that defense in fantasy? That's not a stupid question. Well, I don't, I don't take any defense early in fantasy, so I do okay. think it's a stupid question. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Steve is back. Serta, uh, who we just heard from. Uh, who was being very nice and thoughtful. It was, it was fun to have for a total of four minutes and 28 seconds. <laughs> now Steve is officially back, and he's completely trashed my ass immediately when I said, you know what, maybe the Ravens could be a 10th-round pick for a defense. Um, I mean, if you want to take him, go ahead. Uh, I don't do hey, that. I stream defense. wins championships, just not, not in fantasy. Yeah, not in <laughs> football. Put I that on a defenses, T-shirt and sell it. And it's fine. So, uh, you want to start with quarterbacks, or you want to start with the schedule? Because the schedule's got some pretty, pretty, pretty nasty games. That I'm, uh, I'm trying. I think to the schedule. Into. I think the schedule is where the where the juice is. Uh, quarterbacks. We don't need to go through every single quarterback, but there are some intriguing quarterbacks either in year two or year three uh, that could take a big, big step forward. I think can really be helpful yeah. because I think the average round that Lamar Jackson went in last year was like the sixth or the seventh. And like now he's gonna be like a first round pick, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, there's outside of Kansas City, Mahomes is gonna like Mahomes is going to be the number one quarterback off the board out of any fantasy draft that we do with people yeah. that we know here in Kansas City and anyone who is a Chiefs fan. He is legitimately going to be the number one quarterback off the board. And honestly, I, I think he probably should be over Lamar. A lot of a lot of people have Lamar over oh, yeah. him because of the rushing floor. But it's just... And his numbers were like half-hearted last year. (laughs) And that was with injuries, offensive line injuries. He dislocated a kneecap. Tyreek Hill was hurt. Sammy Watkins was hurt. Yeah, what was the quote? My knee was in the side of my leg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he's still like half-heartedly yeah. threw for 25-plus touchdowns. Like, it's just sickening how consistent <laughs> he is. Like, yeah. it's just, it's literally like, gross. Because when you, when you, okay, so, like, Mahomes and McCaffrey are two guys that when you see that you're playing them, you're already negative at least 25 points. Yeah, I, I just don't believe there's a scenario where you should choose Lamar over Mahomes. And I, I, I there, there's an argument to be made for it because Lamar... The rushing attack. So we we actually got into this uh, debate today on Cody and Gold because Alex was saying like, you know, he loves Lamar as a talent, but we were kind of ranking quarterbacks, and he was saying that he wasn't going to rank Lamar uh, like in the same spot that I was because he doesn't believe that Lamar's not going to get injured because Lamar's like a rushing quarterback, which I, which I think is a it's a valid thought. You know, rushing quarterbacks take more hits. Yeah, but Lamar doesn't really take that many hits. <laughs> like that—that—that's no. the thing is that is that the the only thing we can compare him to really is Michael Vick. Like, legitimately compare him to. There's a there's been other yeah. rushing quarterbacks like you know Robert Griffin, his first his rookie season and whatever. There, there's other guys you can compare him to, but nobody that was definitively the best player in the NFL because of their ability to do that. 
Like, like I, I think, yeah. I, I think Russell's a much better comparison. Russell's harder because Russell's a much better passer at this point. Yeah. I still think that Lamar is going to grow as a passer and that he's going to be a better player and he's going to be a better passer. I think, like the 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 strides that he took from year one to year two as a passer are stupid. Right. And if you disregard them, then I I think that's ridiculous. I just yeah. don't think that Lamar's ever going to be a you know, 40 touchdown passing quarterback. But if he throws for 30 touchdowns and rushes yeah. for 15 touchdowns a season, that's a number one yeah. fantasy quarterback every single year. And right. I know he's not the biggest guy in the world. Like Michael Vick was probably bigger than him. Michael Vick had injury problems because he was taking hits. Lamar doesn't take hits though. That, that, yeah, I think L- that's Lamar the, that's the case rough. to be made. Right. It's weird because Lamar Jackson almost reminds me of the way he runs and avoids contact. It's almost like kind of the way like Jamal Charles would run, where like you're always like, well, Jamal could get popped. And like almost all Jamal Charles injuries were like non-contact injuries. But like when you would watch Jamal run, he would almost like run like in a weird style to where like he avoided getting hit or he avoided getting that. You never got you never saw Jamal get like blown up. Well, he was uh, just and, and, he was just faster than everybody else, and he was and just incredible at, at, at miss at making guys miss, and that's how Lamar yeah. is. Like he's just correct, and that's the thing is like Mahomes takes much bigger hits than Lamar does. Yes. I can't think of a time last season where Lamar got blown up where I was like, oh my oh, god, damn. like yeah. Mahomes does that ten times a year. Where you're like, what right. are you doing? What are you doing, dude? What are you doing, dude? Slide, 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 slide. What are you doing? I mean, he did it in the Super Bowl. <laughs> he got hit so yeah. hard on like the one yard, and I yeah. was like, dude, it's the first quarter of the he Super Bowl. He did it in the what AFC Championship game. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. like Mahomes does it multiple times a year, and, and Mahomes is a little bit bigger than Lamar. So little, so wait, it's, wait it's, it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. I would personally take Mahomes over Lamar because if that offense stays healthy, I wholeheartedly believe that this offense is going to be the 2018 offense, but better. Yeah. Like 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 yeah. the 2018 offense that had 10 games of Kareem Hunt was yeah. unstoppable. And then they lost Kareem Hunt and you can I'm all for the running backs don't matter argument. I understand the analytics, I understand all of the numbers. But sure. from a fantasy perspective, Kareem Hunt was incredible in that offense. When they lost Kareem Hunt, that offense lost a little bit of juice. It went from scoring like 36 points a game to scoring like 31 points a game. And you can make right. the argument that it was game situation or whatever, or quality of opponent, all of that. But all I know is that before they had before they before they lost Kareem Hunt, you could not stop them in any possible way their defense was garbage so their defense could also give up 40 points a game which is why they lost a couple of games but yeah this offense has that potential and this offense added Clyde who can be their Kareem Hunt and that offense in 2018 didn't have McColl so they still got Sammy they still got Tyreek who's healthy and Tyreek in my opinion is a top three fantasy wide receiver. If he if he stays healthy, Tyreek Hill is 1,700 yeah. yards and twelve touchdowns caliber type and, of player. And that's just shooting from the hip. Yeah, like if he if he plays all sixteen games, like he he's that good. You can have your doubts about him because he's he's smaller. He is a number one wide receiver, a legitimate number one wide receiver who. Who who turns the defense around better than any player in the NFL, in my opinion? And Travis Kelsey yeah. still very very good. I think Travis Kelsey is still a thousand yard pass catcher, even mm-hmm. into his thirties. I, I I think it's hard to argue for Mahomes for for taking Lamar over Mahomes, in my opinion. But I understand mm-hmm. the argument because. I don't think that you should be as worried about Lamar getting injured because of his run uh, of his rushing as other quarterbacks. Like Cam Newton, we we did this for years with Cam and it finally caught up to Cam because Cam was just bigger than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so it lasted for a few years, but his rushing totals kept going down and down and down and down. And then mm-hmm. the injuries started to pile up. 
But Cam wasn't yeah. dodging hits. Cam was laying dudes out. Yeah. And Lamar's, was, and Lamar's not trying to lay anybody out. Lamar's, try, Lamar's trying yeah. to slide. God, who was it? Were, were you and I at that game against the, the Ravens last year? Where he got who? Who did he? Was it Cam Irving that he broke, or was it? It was either Cam Irving or Schwartz. He broke somebody's poor soul with like a move, like close to the sideline. No, it was was Alex Okafor. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh my god! And like that's the thing is like Cam didn't run for like the yards that Lamar can run for. Cam would just get the ball in the two yard line. It was like fuck this. I'm just gonna run it in as my like big ass frame and score. So Cam would get like four total touchdowns, but I'm with you, man. I, I think that if the trigger was pulled in my head, obviously I wouldn't need that. But I mean, I would take Mahomes because where like we talk about these outlandish numbers that Lamar can do, like Mahomes can throw for 350 a game and four touchdowns. And at the end of the year, you can be like, yeah, Lamar ran for, you know, threw for 30 and ran for 15, touched or ran for 10, threw for 30. Mahomes could throw for 50 touchdowns at any point in his career, any season. And it's just like, if he's thrown for 50 touchdowns, he's thrown for a shitload of yards, and he's going to put up a shitload of points. And that's where, like, it's just hard not to go with Mahomes over, yeah. over, over Lamar. So I'm going to be absolutely devastated if for some reason that game doesn't get played. I don't I don't care about the... There's too much involved in that game for it not to get played. I, I, just, I just don't care. Well, and, you know, the NFL is... Why can't they flex games out? Can they get rid of a division game and, like, sub it for that game? No, I mean it has it has to do with travel and television contracts and and all of that stuff. But those were those were the weeks that they decided those are the games that we're going to eliminate. Like Mahomes and in my opinion, Mahomes and Jackson are the new Brady Manning. That's why we've seen them. This will be the third consecutive year that we've played and seen them play against each other. We were at we were at a game. Uh, 2018 against the Ravens when Patrick Mahomes had so that nasty. had that fourth, fourth quarter nine. fourth and nine throw across his body to Tyree Kill. We were in the press box. You're not supposed to cheer in the I, press box, and everyone started jumping up and down because yeah. it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in a real life football game in my entire life. I grabbed your inner thigh. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I went. So yes, I did so this. I'm gonna I did be. This, oh my God! What the hell was that? Yeah, so I'm gonna be upset if I don't get to see that game. Yeah, like take you're gonna see that game. Take the Jets off their schedule. I don't need to see them play the Jets. They're gonna crush the. I Jets. don't need to see the Chiefs, and I don't need to see the Chiefs kick Oakland's ass at Kansas City. Like I just like literally think about this. This is what I thought about this the other day in quarantine thoughts with Likens. I just made that up, by the way. Um, but um, like the Oakland or the Las Vegas Raiders are not going to win in Kansas City for the next ten years. Like the next ten years, they're not going to win an arrowhead. I mean, you don't think they'll sneak one in? It no, <laughs> never. So, I disagree with that. Okay, they ah. haven't won. They haven't won an arrow. When's the last time they won an arrowhead? Currently, I don't. Know, I can't think of it. Off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, and that was with Alex Smith and like other quarterbacks, and now you have. Uh, this freak lord and Mahomes are just going to keep yeah, killing everybody. Was it the year that they started like 0-5 and then won like 11 in a row or something? Yeah, that was, was that when they beat the uh, It I might not have been that, that year. I'm, I have no idea. Can you tweet that on your phone while you do this? Can you say, hey, when's the last time Oakland won in Kansas City? See, we get no, an answer within the show. <laughs> I'm using my phone right now. I could tweet it from my computer, but I don't, I don't think yeah, we, do that. I don't think we need to know it right now. I want to know when the last time Oakland's won a Kansas City. Like, so bad. So tweet it from your computer. I bet it's 2006. I, got, I think that's I got the last time I got a lot of things. City. I mean, our whole operation is on my end. I got a lot of things going on right now. I don't think we need I'm going to look that. it up. I'm, I'm tweeting it right now. <laughs> that's fine. Um, another game I want to look at, week one of the NFL season, and we can come back to Chiefs-Texans if we really want to. I, I don't think that... Fantasy-wise, we need to focus so much on the NFL season opener. Uh, but a game that I'd really like to look at is the Bucks and the Saints. Week one, that game's going to be fantastic, right? Like, the, the Saints the Saints are a frustrating team because the Saints are a Super Bowl contender, right? But they've been a Super Bowl contender for the last three or four years, and they've fallen short, and I feel like every single season... 
I pick them to make the Super Bowl out of the NFC. And Sean Payton and Drew Brees continue to fall short because they don't show up in the playoffs. Doesn't change the fact that they have one of the best rosters in the NFL. And they continue this season to have one of the best rosters in the NFL. All They had a good draft. They had more offensive line depth. They went out and they signed Emmanuel Sanders to finally have like a consistent number two option outside of Michael Thomas. Jared Cook was really good last season. They still have him. And the Bucks. In my opinion, I think people are sleeping on the Bucs. I don't think the Bucs are a Super Bowl contender. I don't think that they're better than the Saints, but the Bucs are a playoff team. They're not a Super Bowl contender? I don't think they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I think the Bucs are a playoff team. I don't think that they're going to come out of nowhere. Like Last year, I was hyping up the 49ers a lot, but I didn't think the 49ers were going to be as dominant as they were. Nick Bosa was like otherworldly, like on another level than I thought he was going to be headed into last season. Yeah. The Bucks are really, really good. Like the Bucks have plenty of potential. Their de- their defense is going to continue to get better. Their defense has a lot of young pieces and their defensive front was actually, according to DVOA, was one of the best defensive fronts in the NFL last season. And I don't think we give that enough credit. And then you look at their offense, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, according to Pro Football Focus, they were the only two top 10 wide receivers in PFF stats last season in the NFL on the same team. And then they drafted a running back. They still have Ronald Jones. They added offensive line depth. They added Gronk to Cameron Bray and OJ Howard. They added Tyler Johnson in the draft. Like, they've got a ton of weapons. Like, I, I think Tampa Bay, the Chiefs are gonna, the Chiefs and the Ravens are the two teams I'm most excited to watch this upcoming season. I think Tampa Bay is number three. You're finally joining me on the Tampa Bay, uh, the Tampa Bay, remember? Because I was there. I've been there. Year. Well, since, since, yeah, <laughs> it's just different. Well, last year they, they were, they were a fun disaster. This year they're Super Bowl contenders potentially. They went they went seven and nine with a guy who threw thirty interceptions. Yeah, and thirty touchdowns and five thousand yards. They were a fun disaster last year. They weren't a good team, but they were fun as hell to watch because Jameis Winston threw for five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. Yeah, uh, Ryan Wachowski just tweeted at us in like the most smug, normal Ryan Wachowski way. He said October. Two, October 28, 2012, and then tag pro football reference behind it. Oh, good. So you got your answer. October 28th. It's li- and then he just replied, pro football reference, box scores. <laughs> yeah, we, we got it, Wachowski. <laughs> Go do another hamstring push-up, you ass. Good. No, I like that. I like that. Good for him. Oh, now you're checking your, now you're checking your Twitter on your computer, aren't you? No, I'm not. I, I'm not actually. I'm I'm looking at a list of games for the season, so we can continue the podcast. Um. Okay. How about Thursday night, Chiefs Texans? You believe in Brandon Cook still? You think him and Deshaun? You think God's gift and and Cooks can put it together? Um. I think that he's gonna be good. Um. I think there's a scenario where Brandon Cooks is one of the steals of this year's fantasy draft. See, I was thinking that too because I was like, man, so many people are going to be – because see, here's the thing about fantasy football. People get like literally pissed at athletes that like don't perform when they draft and when they think they're doing a good job of like picking that athlete. And I think there's enough people out there that are like, you know what, screw Brandon Cooks. He screwed me last year. It's like, dude, that's fine. He was in well, a terrible system with, a ter- with not a good quarterback for his style. And now he's in Houston where, like, Deshaun's going to let it rip because he lost his number one. He's got an injury-prone number two, and he has nothing but slot guys. And the number one slot guy on his team is Brandon Cooks, and Brandon Cooks is pretty damn good. Well, so, but that being said, I'm not drafting Brandon Cooks. Uh, But Brandon Cooks is – and Brandon Cooks is – Not unless he falls to me. Brandon Cooks is going to be playing on the outside a lot there because yeah. they signed Randall Cobb, who is exclusively a slot wide receiver. They still well, have Kenny. Weirdly well they still have Kenny Stills, and there's been questions about whether or not Kenny Stills is even going to make the roster. But Kenny Stills 
is mostly a slot guy, but he has played outside in his career. Randall Cobb is exclusively slot. They still have yeah. Kiki Cutie, who has been exclusively Boy. a slot wide receiver in his career. And so they've got a bunch of and slot then, wide then, receivers on the roster. So Cooks is going to be an outside guy. Um, don't forget Fuller. Yeah, and Fuller's an outside guy. If See, that's the problem is, so I like Fuller. I like Cooks, but I like them if they're like my fifth wide receiver options. No, they they can't yeah, they no. they can't be they can't be starting options in my lineup and in most leagues they're probably going to be starting options in your lineup. I would avoid them at all costs. I would I yeah. would a hundred percent pass on both of those guys for DJ Chark, for Cortland Sutton, for AJ Brown, for for those yeah. kind of second third year guys that took a big step last year, that are ready to take another step this year, I would rather bank on those guys being cornerstones of my team than Brandon Cooks or Will Fuller. Uh, and Deshaun Watson's incredible. I'd love Deshaun Watson. I'd still take Deshaun Watson as my number one quarterback if it fell to me in the right spot. But I have no faith in Bill O'Brien as a head coach, and I have no faith in those wide receivers and staying healthy. So would you take Brandon Cooks or Hunter Renfro? I would rather take Brandon Cooks. McCole Hardman or Brandon Cooks? I would rather take Brandon Cooks. Okay. So that's it. I'm kind of thinking like where he might be in like a type of draft. Like he's going to be around like what? Fifth, fifth, sixth round maybe? That's where it gets like interesting no, with Cooks? No, I don't think it's that high. I think it's like. Eighth. I mean, I don't know what his okay. average draft position. I was going to shoot it like the seventh round, but like I I don't know what his average draft position is. I would say seventh or eighth off the top of my head. Um, like Hardman is Hardman's intriguing, but at this point for me, Hardman is a late round flyer. Yeah, like I, he's not he's not go he's not going to go late round. Somebody else is going to take him because they're going to expect him to be the number two wide receiver behind Tyreek. I'm not convinced yeah. he is that over Sammy, and that's just because I spend so much time around the Chiefs and 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 I've I've seen how they operate. Like, you know, yeah. Dave Tubb did say the other day he might not return as much because he's going to have a bigger role in the offense, and he absolutely should. But unless he takes yeah. a significant step forward as a route runner, he's not going to outsnap Sammy. So he's going to be no. the, he's going to be the third wide receiver on the Chiefs, which. Which is fine. He was in, he was incredible in that role last year, but he was yeah. nothing more than a boomer bust player. He was and just he's a, he was just if you you can he can he can have he can have a hundred and thirty yards and a touchdown off mm-hmm. of three catches, or he could have one catch for fifteen yards. And if he's the third wide receiver in that offense, what's that make him the fifth option? Like you're with with the addition of the running back, which is great. Um, Slowly but surely, the Chiefs have the greatest problem in football, and that is you're running out of football to throw to hands. And eventually, you got to look at who's going to get the setback. But that game against Houston is very intriguing because I don't know what fans are going to be doing, but that's an arrowhead. The last time Houston played there, um, they got a 24 point lead blown away, and the Chiefs are going to get a what a banner for being Super Bowl champions. So we're going to see like how yeah. much the moment kind of means to the Chiefs, or if it really is, like, run it back, business forward. That's going to be a big, like, yeah. I know it's week one of 16 weeks or 17 weeks, but that's a big character game for both teams. Like, who do the Texans think they are? What are the Chiefs really trying to prove to everybody? And that's week one Thursday night football, and it's a banger. So we're already running a little long, so I told you guys mm-hmm. we were getting to some quarterbacks, so we'll get into some quarterbacks before we get out of here. Um, so in your fantasy draft, yeah, in the right situation, are you taking Matthew Stafford or Baker Mayfield? Like you've, you've waited, you've waited all draft on a quarterback. You didn't get one of the top, you didn't get one of the top 12 guys. Now you're at a point where. You're banking for a, for a starter who with high upside, and if you have to, you'll resort to streaming options as a quarterback. 
Are you taking Matthew Stafford or Baker Mayfield? Both have really talented wide receivers. Matthew Stafford's got uh, a new young running back. He's got on Johnson coming back. He's got Kenny Galladay. He's got Marvin Jones. He's got TJ Hawkinson, really young, talented tight end. But Baker's got Odell, Jarvis, Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Those are high-end, high-upside quarterbacks who are coming off of down years. Who are you taking in that situation? So let's piss people off because that's what I enjoy doing the most. Kind of. The answer is clearly Baker Mayfield. And I'll tell you why. Because, A, you're not going to win a fantasy championship with Stafford or Baker Mayfield at the quarterback position of your draft. So you probably already nailed it with the rest of your roster. So quarterback's not that big of an issue. So take that away from the, the, the discussion. Baker Mayfield... I hate to be this guy, but like this is the year for him to prove to everyone that he can survive in this league. He has better options than Matthew Stafford, in my opinion. He has a clean slate, which Matthew Stafford just they drafted have. offensive line, which was their big issue last year. Their Correct. offense is better. Um, they added Austin Hooper. Their offense should be better this season. And I think Kevin Stefanski is a, a is a better suited head coach than Freddie Kitchens was. Right. And here's the thing, like last year when Cleveland added everybody and Baker had somewhat of a good freshman year in the NFL or rookie season, like everyone was kind of like, oh, well, why would the Cleveland Browns be good? Because they added Odell Beckham Jr. Because they got Kareem Hunt after eight games or because they have this. And it's like, now it's like, you know what? I'm done with the Browns. The Browns have any pressure. Guess who that falls on? The quarterback of the team, Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield, which he looks like he's living his best life, according to the Graham. Um, I would rather take him just because of I haven't seen Baker get hurt as much as Matthew Stafford has. And like Uh, Matthew Stafford does. He's 10 years younger than that. I understand that. But through anything, that's a a younger quarterback for one. And Baker's going to continue to like have those games where like it looks like he gives a shit. And Matthew Stafford is just like the second coming of Jay Cutler, just with a much larger head. I disagree with that on a lot of levels. I so you take Stafford? I think Matthew Stafford is much better than Jay Cutler ever was. Talk to talk to Vern. Vern would let you know that like you don't no, take not, the not, not. just gonna break your heart. No, but we're talking about fantasy football. I don't give a damn about wins. I don't give a damn about what the Lions record is. Matthew I'm Stafford puts up numbers. When that Matthew Stafford before he got hurt last season. Was on Again, pace for injured. like for like almost five thousand yards. Like he was, yeah, how- he was slinging it. He was putting up numbers. Like Matthew Stafford, they have. I feel like at this point in his career, it sucks that it took this long, but at this point, he's uh, he's smart enough in what he does that like he's kind of got a little bit control of control of that offense. And I do like. I think that the pieces around him are intriguing enough that I would have more faith in him slinging it than Baker Mayfield because Stefanski likes to run the football. I want So in fantasy, I want a quarterback that's going to throw the football 35 times a game. I don't know if Baker Mayfield's going to throw the football 35 times a game because they have Nick Chubb, they have Kareem Hunt. Stefanski's coming from an offense where they, they ran heavy all last year. I know Kirk Cousins had a good season, but he ran... Dalvin Cook into the ground and Dalvin Cook got hurt. He had Alexander Madison. Like they want to run the football. They want to run a lot of two tight end sets. That's why they kept David and Joku, even though they signed Austin Hooper. I think that I would rather have Matthew Stafford because I have more faith in Matthew Stafford just slinging it 35 times a game than I do in Baker Mayfield. Cause I feel like they're going to try to bring Baker along slow again because he got so stunted in his development last season. So that seriously concerns me. They have all the offensive weapons in the world. Like, the Browns' offense on paper should challenge, like, the Chiefs' offense for how talented it is. But, yeah, but, but we, but we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't think of it that way at all. And it's, it's deserved. Yeah. We, we, we shouldn't think of it that way. But on paper, Odell, like, Odell has as yeah. many big plays as Tyreek. Not as many, but close. 
Like, there's no other big play wide receiver in the NFL that's as dangerous as Tyreek other than Odell. Like, Odell's the closest thing to Tyreek that there is right now. And Odell's still a young player, too. I think Jarvis Landry's super overrated. And I think Austin Hooper... Great year last year. I think they they overpaid Austin Hooper. But those guys are nice. Those are nice pieces. There's... There's a lot of things to like about the Browns, but yeah. I think I, I would still have faith in the fact that I know Matthew Stafford is going to go out and sling it. But Stefanski's offense got better last year once he started listening to his receivers because that offense did start clicking better once he started throwing to Thielen and Diggs. Unfortunately, Thielen got hurt, but Diggs and Thielen both but, were on pace. If we're gonna do, but, I mean, they, they started throwing the ball, and they also but, had Dalvin Cook. But they were still giving Dalvin 20-plus touches a game. Because he's Dalvin Cook. Yeah. He's a top-notch running back in the in the NFL. But every modern offensive analytic tells you not to do that. And now okay. he's got two Dalvin Cooks. Now he's got well, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Okay. Kareem Hunt's not Dalvin Cook. Kareem Hunt's a different ru- type of running back. He's a receiving running back. No, but I'm saying talent-wise, Kareem Hunt's far more than just a receiving running back. Yeah, correct. The answer is Baker Mayfield. Kareem Hunt's a number one running back. Nick Chubb's a number one running back. He has okay. two yeah, yeah. number one running backs now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going to utilize them. So that that that's as much as it hurts me. I, I you know I love my Browns. I love Baker Mayfield. But, but he's scares, also got two really that scares me off. Two, he's also got two really egotistical wide receivers that are going to want the football. Uh yeah, they were egotistical last year. Did it help him? Yeah, they had Freddie fucking Kitchens. Okay, Ben Roethlisberger or Ryan Tannehill? Oh, shit. Uh, God, who's playing with Juju this year? Is it the same guys we talked about last year, the sneak peeks? Oh, Deontay uh, Johnson. They drafted a, yeah. a young wide receiver. Deontay Johnson, in my opinion, is going to be a star. He's, I, I, I yeah, think, he's a sleeper. I think, I think Deontay Johnson is a really, really talented player. I... I'm targeting Deontay Johnson in every draft that I have. I have him in two yeah. dynasty leagues. Like I am banking on Deontay Johnson taking a huge step forward. I really, really love his talent. And I still believe in Can Juju. We- Juju's gonna Juju's gonna yeah. be one of those guys that falls a lot this year. And I yeah. still believe that Juju's a very, very talented player. He just last year was just one of those years. Like he just struggled with injuries. Ben got hurt. It honestly, it was a, it was probably a good thing that he got hurt the year that Ben got hurt because I still believe Juju's a very talented player. Yeah, and I think it was like a mix of quarterbacks too. Like they had Mason Rudolph, they had Ben Roethlisberger, then they had, I don't, what they have Duck Hodges too. Like they had, a, they just had a shit show at QB. But like, man, I think I would, I, I don't want Tannehill. I don't think I like that. That was like a contract year, right? Last year and he got paid. Now it's just like, and they're like. But well, we just talked about how, like, if you yeah. would take Stafford or Baker, like, they're going to give Derrick Henry the ball 30 times a game. So, like, I'd probably go Big Ben because Big Ben's just one of those D-bags. It's just going to be like, I still got oh. it. I'm going to well, swing it. So, and, the yeah. thing is, I I think it's a much bigger risk <laughs> because Ben's older. And we, we saw that troll beard Ben was rocking a couple of weeks ago. Looks like he hadn't Yo, worked out God. in months. But Ben's yeah. kind of always been like that, so I would, I would, I, I'm still with you. I think I would, I would rather take Ben because I just know who he is, and no matter how out right. of shape he is, he's going to go out there and he's going to sling it, and that's what yeah. I want my quarterback. Okay, so Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan? True Lock. You can't mean that. I do mean that over those two. Drew Locke should be a backup fantasy quarterback. And he will be in every draft that you're doing. So there's no reason you should take him over Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. No, I would. They got Carson some help, man. Drew Locke will. You can get Drew Locke in like the 15th round. He'll be there. I I promise. I hope so. He's my guy. No, I love that. Um, I love that offense too. I'm not drafting Drew Locke as a fantasy quarterback, but he'll be yeah. there in the 15th, 16th round. I promise you that. Yeah, I think when it comes to man, 
I always get worried about quarterbacks when they get to the age of Matt Ryan because I don't know like where the shoulder's going to be because like none of us are like shouldn't OTAs be going on right now like nobody's going to like nobody can see what his arm's going to be. Um, Matt Ryan was criminally underrated last year. No, he was good. He was, he good. was, he was like the number his, one. Wasn't he the number one quarterback two years ago in no, fantasy? Yeah. Well, so his numbers. Or Mahomes was. Mahomes was, and then it yeah. was Matt Ryan. His number and his numbers last year were. Like yeah. his, his efficiency was as good as his MVP season. He just didn't have gaudy numbers. They had injuries. Right. They were a bad team. Like he yeah. just Matt Ryan is as rock solid a fantasy starter as I think that you can land. And yeah. and he's got Julio and Calvin Ridley's gonna have a much larger role because Austin Hooper's not there now. Like so yeah. so that doesn't concern you? About what? The About Austin Hooper Hooper's being gone? No, because Calvin yeah, that- Ridley, cause when, Cal- when Austin Hooper got hurt last year, Calvin Ridley's fantasy points went up almost 10 points a game. Calvin Ridley's yeah. finally, finally going to take that step to, you know, elite number two wide receiver status that we think that he's been able to do for the last couple of years. Would you draft Ridley over Sutton? No, I would take Sutton. Sutton's the number yeah. one. Ridley's, he's the number one receiver. Yes, Ridley's a clear oh, yeah, number two yeah, to Julio. Yeah. Okay, so would you take Matt Ryan or Tom Brady? Same I think division. I take Brady. Similar. No, weapon, I think I take Brady. Similar. Weapons. Too many more. No, I think I take Brady. Too many. Too many more options. Brady Plus hasn't he has been, proven. Up. Brady hasn't been a great fantasy quarterback in a couple of years. Yeah, but I think last year he didn't have anybody to throw to. I think it's a fact he had Edelman, which Edelman is not a big type of receiver. He's just king slot man, man. He's just he's just fifteen catches a game for eighty five yards and a touchdown. But okay, so if you I, take if you take Tom Brady over Matt Ryan, would you mm, take Josh Allen or Tom Brady? I think I take Josh Allen because he has the rushing aspect. I feel like that's. I feel, I feel like you can't rely on that as much, though. And you, you and he's, he has done anomaly. nothing to make you think that he can be a consistent passer. No, but Josh Allen's an anomaly when it comes to this because I know that Brady's not going to be able to do anything with his feet or anything with like anything like that. Like Brady's going to literally have to depend on Mike Evans, Gronkowski, and Chris Godwin, which are all three really, really good names to have on your offensive side. But I think that like Josh Allen. Like I had Josh Allen in my lineup last year for a few games because Josh Allen has one of those like weird outlier type of things where he's really good against certain defenses and Tom Brady, you're just going to have to like trust that. Like, like you just said, like Tom Brady hasn't done a really good fantasy year in the last couple of years, whether that's with targets or not, he's going to have targets this year. It's three really good ones, but Josh Allen just has an aspect of the, his game where he can really move and he can get rushing touchdowns and he can rush for like, a hundred yards a game, almost not consistently, but he can run for like at least 50 and get a rushing touchdown more consistently than I think Tom Brady can throw for 303 touchdowns. Okay. So are you taking, who are you taking above Aaron Rodgers? Like give me like, list me, list list me the quarterbacks you would take above Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, God, Aaron's pissed too because they took uh, Jordan Love. So he might he might have one of those pissed off years. Which I'm done gambling on Aaron Rodgers. So let's let's do this. Okay, let's go obvious. Uh, Mahomes, Lamar, Deshaun. Um. Okay, let's see anybody else in the AFC West. Uh, I'd go Dak. I would Kyler, take. I would take all of. Yeah, for Aaron. sure. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. So that's like six. Would you take Cousins over Rodgers? No. No. Would so, you take Wentz over Rodgers? That that's where it starts to be a debate. Is that the line? Yeah. So is that so, the no, line is? so for me it's Lamar or it's Mahomes, Lamar, Dak, Kyler, Russell, Deshaun. And then once you get to Josh Allen, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, yeah. I think all of those are a toss up. Uh, that that's that's also a a unbelievable reason why you should never take a quarterback super high because right. Josh Allen, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, all fantastic fantasy quarterbacks. Those are six quarterbacks 
that are all toss-ups. I have no yeah. idea. And Aaron Rodgers, it's unbelievable that Aaron Rodgers is in that group and that he's a toss-up. But at this point, he is. Like, based yeah. off of last did, did season, he's a, he's a complete and total toss-up with those six guys that I just named. Are we disrespecting Drew Brees a little bit that low on the list, or is it time to start putting Drew no. in that category? No, Drew. Drew's yeah. that old. It's. I mean, you but can Michael make the Thomas. same. You can make the same case for Tom. Uh, t- Tom's. Tom's walking into the best offense that he's had si- <laughs> since the sixteen and zero Patriots. Yeah, and I still don't. I still don't have faith that he's going to go out there and throw forty touchdowns. God, he would though. He'd be the guy that would do it. I mean, I'm I'm not veering away from Mike Evans or Chris Godwin because I of it. Just, I just really having I, a hard time in Madden right now. I still have faith that he's good, but I, I'm not veering away from him because of it. Would you take? God, so would you? You take Aaron Rodgers over Drew Locke? Yes. What are you talking I just, about? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would play Drew Locke over Aaron Rodgers. Drew Locke right now, average draft position is like quarterback 24. What are you talking about? Just think he's a better quarterback in fantasy than Drew I'd Aaron rather Rodgers. take Gardner Minshew than Drew Locke. You don't mean that? No, I, 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 I love. Andy, I'm sorry that he's talking about no, your kid like that. No, he's I love, I love, I love the pieces around Drew Locke. Drew Locke is set up for incredible success. Drew Locke is not. Drew Locke is number. Drew Locke is not a draftable player. He is a last. He is he is a last round pick. He is somebody you take in the last round or you pick up waiver wire week one because he surprises everybody and throws for two seventy five and three touchdowns. He is a week one waiver wire pickup. He is not a draftable player. Under any circumstance, I don't care how good the. I, I've been I've been hyping up the offensive weapons. Would you rather have for Cam months? Newton, I love Andy, his would weapons. You have, would you rather have Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, or Drew Locke? Cam Newton. Fuck you. He's not even on a team. <laughs> well, that's that's because the NFL is about politics, not because you're Cam so Newton's ridiculous. You said you'd take a guy who's not even rostered. Yes, I would. I would. <laughs> I'll tweet this clip out tomorrow when I get to the oh station. I would a hundred percent rather draft Cam Newton over over Drew Locke right now in fantasy football. I'm you're so ridiculous. Right now. I'm tweeting. Oh, it now out you're right going to be able to tweet. You couldn't tweet yes, earlier, I'm but now you can tweet right now. I'm tweeting it out right now. You're so ridiculous. I dare you to. Tag. I'm going to tweet it at Ben Heisler too. Oh my god. I dare you to tag Drew Locke. Or I dare you to tag Andy Locke in it. I mean, obviously not. You are saying on record. You got to keep talking. You got to fill for the listeners. No, I I, trust me. I'm here. Oh, shut up. I'm here. I can't believe that you're putting yourself on record that you wouldn't take Drew Locke over Cam Newton. And I really think that you thought about saying Andy Dalton knowing damn well he's the backup in Dallas behind Dak Prescott, who who the hell knows if he got offered a contract today. Nobody does, but he's going to get paid, and if he doesn't, he's going to be pissed. He's going to play out of his ass. You are out of your ass saying that you would take a quarterback that's not rostered over a quarterback who went 4-1 and one as a starter last year, who's got Cortland Sutton, who's got Judy, no, don't, who's got two no, running backs. No, I've been hyping up the Broncos' offense for months. Oh, no. oh, I love the Broncos offense. You know I love the Broncos offense. That does not mean I'm drafting Drew Locke. I'm not drafting Drew Locke as a fantasy asset. I'm drafting Cortland Sutton. I'm drafting Jerry Judy and Melvin Gordon as fantasy assets. And no offense. Why are you drafting them? Why are you drafting those guys? Because those guys are better than the guy that's that's throwing passes to them. Kirk Cousins has had success, too, (laughs) because he's had good guys around him. Doesn't mean dick. Oh, but but Kirk Cousins got drafted last year. Um, Yeah, Corlin Sutton was clearly Drew Locke's favorite target. He has no offense. Oh, my God. Cam Newton over Drew Locke. And then you even said, I'm tagging Heisler. (laughs) Yeah. I'm getting an outside perspective, all right? No, I know why you're doing it. 
because you think Heisler likes you more and you think he's going to trash the werewolf and he's not going to. <laughs> and my vein is sticking full out of my forehead right now. Oh, I tweeted. Gonna, I should have tagged. I, I should have tagged you in it, but I didn't. So you're gonna have to go to my Twitter page and like it or something. No, I don't have to do shit because I <laughs> tagged you earlier in my tweet that you refused to tweet, and now here we are. You are now. Yeah, I got twelve. Oh, I got twelve notifications. I haven't looked at a single one. Your roommate's struggling to man right now. Your roommate's grunts that I hear are the same as me pissed at you for not taking Drew Lock. What a hell of a show, sir. To wrap this thing. Well, it's unbelievable. Yeah. What? Yeah, you have I'd rather you're an idiot. It, in the fifteenth round of the draft or sixteenth round of the draft, I would rather take Cam Newton than take Drew Locke because they're both a waste of a pick. Oh my god, Drew Locke's not a waste of a pick. Drew Locke's a week one points. waiver wire ad at best. And that's when you lose them. So if you draft him in like the twelfth round as your starting quarterback, the twelfth? No, last round. He's in the last yeah, round. Gonna, okay. No, because I'm gonna nail it in the first two. I'm sorry. I think I, I'm trying to think who won their league last year. Was it you or was it? Because uh, you wouldn't draft I Lamar. I Why didn't you? Because you didn't draft Lamar Jackson when you should have. Who went too late? All right, you've draft been listening true. to the Forced Upon <laughs> podcast. Your haircut looks nice, by the way. That's Dusty Likens. Thank you. I did it myself. I'm Steven Serta. Did you really? Make sure you download the Radio.com app. And subscribe to the 435 Podcast Network so you can get into all the content that we do each and every week right here. This is Forced to Pump. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.